might think that peeing out of your face is gross. What's up, Toilet Ducks? In the year 2020, like lots of other shows, performers, etc., Rhode Island's own sweet little variety show went virtual. Not gonna lie, I watched all of these as they premiered during the pandemic. And as we've learned here before, if I thoroughly enjoy something, that's usually not a good sign. Welcome, listener. This is... The internet is a toilet. Let's hop in the time machine and go all the way back to April 2020. April 9th, 2020 to be specific. That is the day of the first ever sweet little virtual show. And they kicked the show off with a bang too. The first performer is a singer-songwriter who wrote a song about the pandemic. song is not monotonous. And at least there's a sick guitar solo in it. Listen, I don't know what heroin is like, but I have a feeling once this guy came to from his heroin bender, he regretted sending the song to be broadcast over the internet. Luckily, only about 100 people saw this. Unfortunately, 100 people is like 12% of Rhode Island. And there was another song on this sweet little virtual show. What was the next song about? The answer just may surprise you. Or will it? COVID. It was 2020. If you weren't a comedian making jokes about not wearing pants on Zoom calls, you were writing songs about COVID. I see you, you see me. Let's have six feet of ecstasy. Blow me a kiss, throw an air high five. That's the only way to stay alive. Throw a air high five. <laughs> Well, that sounded completely natural, right? And there is plenty more to that song, but it doesn't get any better. So we'll move on. How about another song? And this one is kind of a mix of the previous two songs. Like the first one, it's repetitive. And like the last one, there's poorly written lyrics with too many syllables shoehorned in. And like the last one and the song before, it's not good. Dear John, I never thought I'd have to write a Dear John letter to you. Dear John, don't you know what Dear John letters can do? Dear John, dear John, dear John, dear John, ooh, ooh, ooh. Dear John, dear John, dear John, dear 
in this letter, the dear John in this letter is you. The dear John in this letter is you. The dear John in this letter is you. Good luck getting that one out of your head, huh? Dear John, dear John, dear John, dear John, the dear John in this letter, the dear John in this letter is you. Okay, one more song, and this is the last song until the next one. I promise. And this one is a toe tapper. It has multiple different words, and it's filled with relatable nostalgia that, I don't know, I think all of us can get down with. Think back to when you were a kid and you went to the grocery store. There'd be candy at the checkout, but you knew that you had to wait. So you'd go and find that tank and watch the lobsters and not be quite as bored. I like lobsters. Lobsters are really great. You take some chocolate and some lobster and some eggs and some pie and then you mix it in your body and shit it all out. That was easily the best song so far. And I bet this guy has a bunch of other songs too. Ones that he's really proud of and ones that he can humbly say are his best. So for my last song, I'm going to do a song I wrote uh, sort of as an attempt to write a sea shanty. I don't think a totally successful one. Okay, never mind. Moving on, up next is an experimental experiment. Let's try some not live audio magic. Like magic magic. You know, for children's birthday parties. My name is Rory Raven, and I'm going to play with your minds this evening. Now I'm coming to you tonight from my sanctum of secrets up here in Salem. Uh, my sanctum of secrets otherwise known as that weird little room in the back that I can't figure out what the hell to do with. <laughs> oh, Rory! I'm going to uh, think of a number. And I'm going to think of a number, a two-digit number, less than 50. And just to give you, uh, take it a little bit easier on you, um, both digits will be odd. And to make it a little more complex, uh, both digits will be different. So with those kind of parameters, uh, the target number, uh, something like 19 would be a, a possibility, but 33 wouldn't. So, two-digit number, uh, less than 50, both digits odd, both digits different. I'm going to write down my, my target number here uh, before I send it out to you. I'm going to go with that and... So does everybody have their number? I do! You know what, I, I hate it when people do this to me, but I'm going to do it to you because it's my show. Uh, I'm going to change my mind. Uh, forget that. Um, I'm going to think of a second uh, number, but the, the same rules. Uh, Two-digit number, less than 50, both digits odd, both digits different. Uh, I'm actually going to go uh, instead with uh, this. Well, shit, this isn't annoying. So does everybody have their second number? I do. Uh, how many of you, out of curiosity, how many of you uh, picked up on the number 37? Because that's what I was uh, sending out to you. Now, now, I know that some of you uh, did not get uh, the 37. You might actually have gotten confused uh, and picked up on the earlier number that I sent out, tried to send out before, but changed my mind. Uh, so the 35. How many of you got 35? I had neither of those numbers, and that was the whole bit. A guess what number I'm thinking of fail. 
Yeah, not really that interesting or good, but at least he ended it with a massive, hilarious bang of funny. Take care of each other, stay in touch, and I will see you soon. Good night, Providence! And... Alright, alright, yeah, that was alright. That was, uh... I mean, could've gone better, but... Could've gone worse. Hey, just so you're following, we can still see him, but we are to assume that he believes we cannot and that his performance is over. And then he walks away from the camera. Oh shit, is that still on? Oh shit. Ha! He didn't have pants on! <laughs> and he said the S word like 20 times. Ha! Today's mini-segment is going to be very mini. Possibly the miniest mini-segment yet. At this point, we're probably all familiar with my obsession over Mad Dog Mike, the main topic of episodes 21, 29, and 42, and also featured on episodes 22, 24, 28, 36, and 58.5. He is so prolific. He's a filmmaker too, and I'm not sure how much of his film work we've gone over so far, but holy shit, I've seen most of his work and it reeks with pretentiousness. You know he legitimately thinks everything he touches is gold. Meanwhile, he currently has two movies that are literally documentaries about how the movie he was making wasn't completed. <laughs> he just shows raw footage and then behind-the-scenes stuff of him butting heads with actors and film crew. It's fucked up. It's terrifying. It is wonderfully appalling. But that's not what we are here to discuss. We are here to discuss one small exchange that two characters had in a short film of his. Wrestling with sanity. I would vaginate you. I would womb you. I would uterus you. Vaginate me. I have a vagina. You know, I've always said that uterus is my favorite verb. I would vaginate you. I would womb you. I would uterus you. Who's ready to laugh? Let's start off quickly with good old Rich. Now, as our wonderful host has already told you, my name is Rich. And that's a nickname for Richard. Who wants to guess where this is going? And with that name, I honestly feel pretty fortunate not to be much older than I am. Because as I'm sure many of you know, there was a time when the usual nickname for Richard was Dick. And I don't have to tell you how tough it would be to grow up being called Dick this day and age. I was named for an Uncle Richard, and uh, he was in fact always called Dick. But, um, you know, he was lucky enough that the word had not taken on the connotations that it had when, as now when he was a child. And what would have made matters even worse in his case is that his father's name was Oral. Now, it would have been tough enough growing up in the late 20th and early 20th first centuries going by the name Dick. But if kids found out your father's name was Oral, I hate to think what would have resulted from that. Hey, you guys still here? 
I'm sorry about that. That was long, painful, and it went nowhere. That's the end of the dick talk. Just a slight observation and then moved on. On to what? Well... Now, one of the things I'm wondering is if anyone watching this has ever heard of what's called the Huta Syndrome. Well, probably not, because I and some colleagues at a uh, previous job I had uh, made it up, or at least as far as we know we made it up. I'd never heard it before. <laughs> oh, man. But see, what Huta stands for is head up the ass. And, well, we, we all know that's just a figure of speech, right? Because it actually is not physiologically possible to literally stick your head up your ass. Well, you know, at least that's what I always thought, too, until the impeachment trial this past winter. hey -oh! All right. Enough with Mr. Huta over here. Let's move on to the main event. Easily my favorite performer from the sweet little virtual shows, Karen O'Donnell. I'll tell you a little about myself. My name's Karen. I'm a happily married suburban housewife with two children, a golden retriever, a Volvo, and I always, always ask to speak to the manager. <laughs> Get it? Because her name is Karen? You know? Like the meme, Karen? Oh man, the originality! Wondering how many of you are actually wearing pants right now. Ding, 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 ding! Another Zoom no pants joke! Ha! I bet if she wrote a rap, it would start, My name is Karen and I'm here to say. <laughs> Holy shit. And some of these next clips are long. Trust me. I'm sorry. Well, that's because they aren't quick-fire, set-up, and punchline jokes. These are the long, elaborate, story-time jokes. So bear with me. We needed coffee the other day. We needed coffee. I went to the Walgreens at the corner. I was like, all right, just running it out with my rubber gloves. I'm going to grab us some coffee. What do you think happens when I get there? There they are loading that section. The worker in the store is right where I need to be loading the shelves. I couldn't get there. Couldn't get to the coffee. That would have broke the six-foot rule. I'm not breaking the six-foot rule. So I circled a couple of times looking down there, trying to give her a hint. She didn't move. And I spotted this massive bag of Dunkin' Donuts coffee on a cart. It was probably like six pounds. I don't even know. I don't even know how much coffee is in this bag. But I saw it. I could get to it. I bought it. I bought that, a couple other things I could grab at the register, get home. My wife said, holy shit, that's a huge bag of coffee. How much did that cost? I'm like, I have no idea. No idea. I couldn't get to the little bags. It was there. I bought it. I seem to be doing a lot of that lately. And that's the end of that one. <laughs> you know how comedians have those jokes where they're like, hey, guys, how's it going? You know, I was walking to the club tonight and some random passerby said something crazy to me. But they tell it like every night to make it seem kind of fresh and relevant. But it's not. It's an old joke. Well, unlike those, I really do believe that what Karen said actually happened the exact way that she said it did. Why, you ask? Because there's no joke! 
I went to the store for coffee. I couldn't reach the coffee, but then I found some coffee and I bought it. <laughs> the easy joke would have been something like, and when I got home, I realized I bought decaf. What the shit am I supposed to do with six pounds of decaf coffee? But no. Like I said, it's, it's crazy times and I don't know what to do with myself. I know I've been cleaning a lot. Is anyone else cleaning a lot? I mean, I'm hand buffing our hardwood floors. Gives me something to do. I've washed windows I didn't even know we had in the house. We've got so many windows. Some of them I didn't even know were there downstairs. Washing them, cleaning them inside, outside. The house is spotless. Spotless. I'm spending 45 minutes on one kitchen cabinet to clean it down. It's crazy. It's just crazy. I think I'm going to enter my, my living room to the HTV cover photo for July. That's how nice things are looking. Right? We're probably fighting over who's going to have who over whose house because everyone's house looks so good. But then as I was scrubbing the other day, I realized, you know what? If this is the end, is this what I want to be doing? Scrubbing alone? Absolutely not. No, it's not how I want to spend my last days, scrubbing alone. So, my wife and I are dedicated to binging, which we never really had the opportunity to do. So, correct me if I'm wrong, but from these clips, am I to gather that she doesn't want to spend her end of days cleaning? She wants to spend them binging Netflix? Oh man, that's some funny haha joke stand-up comedy form. I can't wait to hear what else she has. We don't know what to do with ourselves when we're at home. We don't want to go out. When we go out, we're paranoid. But we're going to get through it. It's going to end. This will be over. It's definitely going to be over soon. I don't know soon, but it'll be over. We'll be together like real life soon enough. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And when it does happen, I think I'm still going to stick with the social distancing. At, at least in the supermarkets. Not because of germs, because they, I know when we're able to go out, it's going to be okay. Not because of the germ factor, just because of the random things that happen when you're within six feet of another person. Oh, this is going to be good. What do you think actually happened in real life that made Karen decide to follow the six-foot rule in real life from here on out? Like, like before this all started up, I was in the supermarket. I was in the florist section picking up some flowers. There was an elderly woman there as well. And she was just standing by the pussy willows. Right, standing at the pussy willows, looks at me and said, ah, pussy willows. I was like, yeah. She said, I haven't gotten any in three years. I think it's about time. Okay, then it gets worse because my response to her was, I know. I used to pick pussy willows all the time off my Nana's bush. Think about that conversation. I'm with an elderly woman in the market speaking about pussy bush, Nana's bush. Yeah, I'm going to keep my distancing. J just, just because of that. Just because of that. I don't get it. Why is that funny? My Uncle Dick, who lives up near Lake Titicaca, is 69 years old and loves pussy willows. He also has a donkey and a female dog for pets. I'm still a little concerned about the future, not because I'm afraid this can come back again and happen again, but because of the kids that are getting homeschooled right now. Yeah, I'm afraid of that. Luckily, my stepdaughters are grown because imagine me homeschooling. Like, homeroom, I have a Bloody Mary in hand. 
I know I would. I'm not going to roll call, attendance, whatever it is, I'm going to have a bloody. Which means, how the hell would I teach them six more classes the rest of the day? No, no. If I was homeschooling, the kids would have recess starting at 9.30. That would roll right into lunch. Then there would be lunch period, and then after lunch period, they would be in study. That's what would happen if I was homeschooling the kids, which is why I'm a little concerned. What a long attempt at a tired premise with absolutely no payoff. And that's what she closed with. My name's Karen. I'm half Irish, half Italian. Thank you, guys. Huh? <laughs> what a weird slogan. Half Italian, half Irish, and fully-blooded unfunny. And ladies and gentlemen, that is all the Karen that we got in the April 2020 Sweet Little Virtual Show. But have no fear, because she was back for the May 2020 episode. Woohoo! This time, she's not in her dining room. She's outside on her back porch, whisper-talking to the camera, presumably so her neighbors can't hear her. And she's got some company this time, too. A few loud-ass motherfucking birds. So everyone's doing good, right? Everyone's doing good. Everyone's got the one-way aisles down in the market. More supermarket humor. I mean, observations. <laughs> I'm not going to play it for you guys because it's well over a minute, but that entire bit ended with her saying, it took me over 20 minutes to find my way out of produce. In this next clip, she revisits a premise she brought up in the previous virtual show, homeschooling. Remember when she was going to drink alcohol and that's funny because kids... Well... You know what, what if I have to be a substitute teacher for my grandkids? I should at least have a lesson plan. So I gave it some thought and I did actually come up with a lesson plan. And it had measurements involved, it had spelling involved. I'd be like, come on kids, okay, get your books, get your paper, get your pen, get your crayon, whatever it is you want to write with. Lesson one starts right now. And we start with this. Get the Tito's. Tito's. Can you spell Tito's? Okay, Tito's. That's Tito's. not spelling. Okay, write it down. Write it down. Write it down. Very good. Very good. Tito's. Next, we got the shot glass. Can you spell shot glass? You want to try that? Shot glass. Shot glass. Okay, write it down. Write it down, sweeties. Write it down. Now we're going to take the Tito's and we're going to pour it into the shot glass to the top. That is how you measure a shot. Yes, very good. You see, you fill it right to the top. That is how you measure one shot. <laughs> Holy shit! So much innovation! Nothing like teaching a child how to measure one shot! <laughs> Please tell me there's more! <laughs> Okay, now we're gonna get the Bloody Mary mix. That's a tough one, that's three words. Bloody Mary mix. Okay, Bloody Mary mix. Very good, write it down, honey. Bloody Mary mix. Okay, then we get the Worcestershire sauce. That's a tough one. You know, you don't even have to try that one. You can try if you want, that'll be extra credit. So we get the Worcestershire sauce. Now we're gonna grab pickle. I know you can smell pickle. Pickle. Okay, write that one down. 
Okay, now we get the pickle and put it into the glass and stir it up. Stir it right up. And that is how we make a Bloody Mary. Please all take care of yourself. My name's Karen, half Irish, half Italian. I downloaded these videos from YouTube where they were uploaded to entertain the masses virtually during a pandemic, therefore proving that the internet is a toilet. Make sure to check out the website toilet.show for links to socials, merch, and more. And while there, you can support the show and sign up for our Patreon. Get all sorts of bonus audio content for just one fucking dollar a month. Monthly bonus episodes, crossovers, and you even get these normal uh, episodes whenever I finish them. Otherwise, you can still wait until Wednesday mornings for these to drop wherever the fuck you're listening to them now. I just recorded a new crossover with our friends over at Shitty Song of the Week, so that'll be on Patreon soon. Oh, and I got a new piece of recording gear, so I also recorded another random bonus episode just to try it out. Lots going on, and all of it starting at just one motherfucking dollar. Please rate and review wherever you do such podcast things and get in touch. Tell me about some shitty shit on the internet that you know about that I may not. But until then. Bye. Have a great time. You might think that peeing out of your face is gross. Especially when that's the way you communicate. You could say that it's disgusting because it is. But that's what a lobster does. I like lobsters. Lobsters are really great. Think back to when you were a kid and you went to the grocery store. There'd be candy at the checkout, but you knew that you had to wait. So you'd go and find that tank and watch the lobsters and not be quite as bored. I like lobsters. Lobsters are really great. I have a growing collection of lobsters that just keeps on growing. My friends like to give me lobsters cause they like to see me glowing. Maybe cause they're from the ocean or cause I like Maine. There's just something about lobsters that I can't explain. And perhaps the reasons why don't necessarily need knowing. I say hi to all the lobsters in reply. I watch their antennas wave. Now they're climbing on each other, so I tell them all to behave. And I'll give them goodnight kisses now, 
before it gets too late. I'm just kidding about the kisses, but still lobsters are really great. Now I thought I'd rescue a crustacean, so I asked for one at a restaurant. I ordered it to go, but they brought it out on a plate. Not bluish brown, but red. That lobster was really dead. It was also rather tasty. Yeah, that lobster was really great. I have a growing collection of lobsters that just keeps on growing. Suppressing burps, wiping my face, trying to keep my guilt from showing. Now I can't go to the ocean, I've been banned from Maine, and the state officials won't even let me explain. Perhaps they figured out that they're simply better off not knowing. Lobsters are really great. I would vaginate you. I would womb you. I would uterus you.